Now we're recording. Now we are recording. <laughs> we just missed some good, good content. content. Let's try to recoup it. Oh, my god! All right. Hello, it's Jamie and Marcus. Test of time. Love, passion. And hustle. In the restaurant business. And episode number 12. Yes, episode number 12. We missed like three minutes. So so you said something yeah. about, um, I said, oh, it's episode number 12. Right. Right. And you s- said, how long have we been married or something? And I said- 20 years in business. I said- but, So we've been married 25 years. And um, well, this year will be 25 years. I knew years. that, by the way. You did know that. When she asked me and the you camera did. was not recording. I knew that. You did know that. And, um, and then you said, we opened 20 years ago. So we were five years married when we opened- our, our restaurant yeah and um you know then i said that you know the hard the hardest time in a marriage is usually around seven years that's what they say it's like the seven year itch the seven year stretch whatever you want to call it um they say that that is a difficult time in a marriage and right. we were probably in the toughest time of our business, uh, of our business um at uh seven years married oh, so absolutely yeah yeah so, you know, one of, I'm going to ask the question today, which you don't know that I'm going to ask the question. Okay. Um, let's see. So do you want to talk about anything before I ask the question? No. No? We're, the show's getting great response. Is it? We're getting emails, oh, we're getting awesome. comments. Really? People are sharing it. Yeah. They're not sharing it with me. Communication. I told, I told you that the other day. <laughs> you did. You told me I told that the other yes, day. you did. So my question is... Um, what do you think was the turning point in our business that turned our business around, that made us more successful, that um, that changed us as a couple, us as a uh, as entrepreneurs, us as a restaurant owner? So I, okay. So there's a lot, right? There's a lot there. So I think what really changed that was or the deciding factor was realizing before we even opened by going to some Tony Robbins stuff, mm-hmm. I went to unleash the power within you went to it afterwards, after we opened a few years later. I don't know, a date mm-hmm. with destiny, which didn't turn out well at the beginning. Cause I came back wanting divorce. Remember that? Yes. I do remember date that. With destiny. Um, so, cause you're there and a lot of people are either, you know, find out they have the best thing going or they're like, why have I put up with things for so long? And I just happened to, I don't know what happened. I just came back and I was like, I don't know if I really want all this marriage and stuff. I don't know if I want this, but what changed? So 2002. I'm expecting you to go through another midlife crisis very soon, actually. (laughs) (laughs) As you're approaching your 50th birthday. Yes. 2002, um, I went to Tony Robbins, Mm -hmm. Unleash the Power Within, or 2003. November? 2003. November of 2003. Right before we opened. Yep. And, you know, very powerful event. And you and I are on the same team. And we have to keep reminding ourselves that we are on the same team. In everything, include business, relationship, kids, everything. And it's so hard because the bickering, you know, sometimes is just frustrating. On both ends. On both ends. It's very frustrating. On both ends, right? Yeah. I mean, I think I bicker to you. You just don't talk. That's frustrating. The things and how you say things can be frustrating. And, you know, taking responsibility for them, it can be difficult on your end and on my end sometimes, right? Yeah. Um. But anyway, so we're talking about what, what changed our... Marriage or relationship? Uh, no, our, or, our, or business, business. our business. Our business. So, yeah. So, 
really would change our business. Wow. You know, so I wasn't willing to give up on the business. Neither of us were. No. I think we, we devoted so much time and energy into it that it, we were not going to fail. Like no matter what we did, we were not going to fail. And I came from great country club job, mm -hmm. making six figures, working 10 months a year. Um, it was great. 29 years old, no complaints. Right. Right. And I was well, a stay-at-home mom. Stay-at-home mom. We had a house. You know, it was, it was, life was great. Yes. And, you know, but it wasn't. It wasn't satisfying. It wasn't, it wasn't fulfilling. Right. No. It wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't fulfilling for because me. Because it wasn't yours and it wasn't what you wanted to be cooking all the time. And it wasn't what you want to, wanted to be doing. I didn't want to work for somebody else is what the bottom line was. I did right. not want to work for somebody else. Right. I, didn't, I didn't want to work for people that were less qualified than me. Mm -hmm. And being told this, what the what I have to do, and this and that, and then you know, bottom line is they would say, you know, you have to you have to watch this money, you have to do this. No, if I think it's right, I want to spend the money. So the same thing with our with our travel trips to Europe, to Italy and Spain. Like we did these trips with a with a partner. Um, wasn't much of a partnership. We learned valuable lesson. We learned, but we weren't in control of the trips. No. It was our concept. It was our idea. And it was almost like she was hiring us mm -hmm. and barely paying us. And it was our guests, mostly our guests. Mm -hmm. And it was all of our ideas, all of our wineries, all of our contacts. And it was just like, well, here you go. Here's your payout at the end, which barely covered our travel expenses. It didn't, travel our, it didn't cover it did. our travel expenses. It didn't it was, cover much of anything. No, actually. no. So. And so I was like, this, this, this isn't right. You know, why don't we do this on our own? So it's just like from going from a job, knowing that, you know, I don't want to do what, what, what certain people are telling me to do and like be paid to do. I, I don't want to do that. I want to be my own boss. I have my own opinions on food and I want to express those. You want to express those? Express, express, espresso. Oh, espresso. You have an espresso? You have an espresso? <laughs> no, I thought you said espresso. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> express it. Express it. I want yes. to express what I, how I feel on food. I also think once we stopped running the restaurant as a hobby and started running it as a business, that was a big turnaround for us. And we still do a lot of things that are hobbyish. We do. Because we this do. is our love and this is our passion as well as our, our business. But the difference is now we have the, now we can afford to do that. Right. Before we couldn't afford to do that because right. we had all these bills to pay and we still have bills to pay, but now we have excess income, less bills. And if we want to spend, you know, a thousand dollars or no, if we want to spend $2,500 on cool high-end mezcals to put on our bars so with the number one we mezcal right, we do. bar in upstate New York, we can do that. And that's right. what we did. Yes. You know, back when we first opened, we only spent $2,500 to stock the bar. Stock the bar, yeah. And that was a stretch. That was all we had in our bank account was like, we have $2,500 left now to stock the bar. Right. And we, we couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. So now we have the luxury, but you know, we don't need. All those mezcals we have, we don't need those to be successful in business. We do them as a talking point. Right. We do them as something cool and exciting. And for the few people that that really love mezcals that say, oh, wow, you do have the best mezcalist north of New York City. You know, it feels good to hear that. And it's like an ego stroker when people say stuff like that to us. You need, to me. You need ego strokers. To me, especially. Yeah. You yeah. need it more than I yeah. need ego strokers. Yeah. I do. You do. I do. You need them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so what, um, so anything else that you think? So changed our 
business or a perspective? Yes, or? yes. Being willing to learn is always, always success, always the key to any kind of success. Willing to learn. So we're we're like I'm like I'm a lifelong student. So do you? Mm-hmm. I think you were always fair to say we're both lifelong. You know, students. you were talking about Anthony Robbins before Tony Robbins, and you know, I take his um, unshakable class in January. He does a five day free um, in January. He's been doing it since the pandemic. Um, so this was his third year, um, and I really enjoy it. It's almost a reset for me. Um, and I think that that's super important. And I, I also, you know, used to fight you on listening to books in the car all yes, the time. And I just, you know, I, sometimes, and I still feel this way. Sometimes I just don't want to think anymore. I just want to not think. We think all day from six o'clock in the morning until, you know, whatever time at night. I don't want to think sometimes. And I realize that I just get overloaded um, with information. My mind just does not want to process anything else. Um, and it's like that sometimes in the restaurant as well. You know, some days I am just overwhelmed um, trying to watch what's going on, trying to bartend, trying to, you know, do all of the things that I need to do that my my head wants to explode. If I slept until four o'clock every day, got to work at four o'clock and I was fresh and it would be totally different. But sometimes I just don't want to listen to a book on tape. I don't want to read anymore. I don't want to be sitting at my computer. You can do that more than I can. Um, I just sometimes just don't want to do that. So I agree with you. But I enjoy listening, learning, and all that kind of stuff. So yesterday, I was in my office at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. working on our trip to Italy. I had to rewrite the itinerary, which was very tiresome because... You have to get a Google Maps. You have to put all all your pinpoints on the Google Map of where you're going. Make sure everything flows. Make sure everybody's open those days and that. It, it's literally a four, three to four, even five day process. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting here and I was so like pulling my hair. When you got to the office at seven seven thirty, I'm like, please, I need you help. Just call off names to me. Call off days. I want to cross reference and make sure this is flowing right. And just take a look at my work. Mm-hmm. I sat at my desk until what, 12, 31 o'clock without a break. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we went to the gym. I came back. We sat back down again. I said, I'm going to the Airbnb houses. You never to check it. on things. I never went. Next thing I know, it's five o'clock time for service. We have a wine dinner. And when I sat down at the bar, you were exhausted. At 530, I looked at you and said, I just want to go lay down. I just you were, you were I just, exhausted. Yeah. I just want to go lay down now. I'm done learning listening doing whatever but i i stuck hung out and did the wine dinner we had a super busy night for a monday night super busy night so it was great but so it's that lifelong learning so we were running airbnbs for two years right quite successfully too by the way and all of a sudden i took a course and now the airbnbs are on fire because there were things that i didn't know you're not expected to know everything that's happening in in a, in your business and business techniques, things change yeah. so quick. And you just so many things are changing. I mean, even from 20 years ago, I mean oh, yeah. the marketing the, two years ago, the techniques. Facebook, the Instagram, text the social media, the text geofencing, everything. Everything's changed. Even the way we're communicating with our guests is completely different. So being dedicated to being a lifelong learner and understand that mm-hmm. I don't know everything. Yeah. I know a lot. I know a lot, and I'm proud of all I can't even believe you're saying I know a lot. Know Everything. I know a lot. You do know a lot. <laughs> That's because I put the time in to study it. You do, yes. And people, I look at people's Airbnb profiles and I just tell them what's wrong with it. They're like, yeah. how do you know this? 
because I paid money. I took a course. I learned from a mentor. I learned from people that are doing it right. And it's, believe me, it's much more than just listing a house on Airbnb, throwing some pictures up and waiting for the guests to arrive. It's far more than that. Yes. But there's a lot of people that are successful or moderately successful just doing that. Mm -hmm. But if you just tweaked it, and I always, I always like to say every single baseball player had a coach, every hall of famer really had a coach and, you know, and just a fraction of swinging, of, of swinging the bat too late, too little, the wrong angle totally changes your numbers and practice, 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 right? Like, so if you can, everything. if you can make an ad a little better to get a better response that changes your numbers. If you can do an email that has a little better engaging content, better send time, better follow-up time, you better know, automation, and it can change, change one little a lot thing, of things. it changes your sales yeah. on that. And, and one thing, but you might need somebody to point that out to you, be like, okay, the reason Elon Musk, sorry, the reason Elon Musk was so successful with Tesla was because he hired nobody from Detroit. He didn't want people coming from Detroit telling him what they've always done. Right. That's not what it's about. What they've always done. It's what here's what the, our here's what we our, our vision is, and I don't want you to have any preset limitations, and I just want you to do it. Yep. Yeah. I um as as you were talking, I, you know my my mind is always is always going, and I, I think just being that lifelong learner all the time is super important. Um, and I learn things every day. You know, I. I was mean to the driver today of the, you know, who was delivering. It wasn't his fault. He didn't know what something was. We, and I, can we say that whole thing for, a, a, oh, you want to do that? Yeah. You want to do that? Another, okay. another episode. Yeah. 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 That's a topic for another episode. But, about that. but learning is my point is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Um, let's see. You want to say on that? So Tony Robbins before realized we're on the same team. Mm -hmm. You and I are on the same team, um, being a lifelong learner. Mm -hmm. And of course, it takes hard work. It's not easy. It's Nothing not easy. is easy. No. And and if you think you're just going to go make a million dollars and not work, it, that's impossible. If you think you're going to, you know, open the well, if you think you're just going to open the doors and people are just going to flock to you and you're not going to spend any time training your staff um, you know, knowing the, the food trends, knowing, you know, or you need to pay some, right. You need to pay somebody to do that for you. That that's going to happen. It, it's going to be very difficult. You you're going to have to find the resources and you're going to have to, um, you might not necessarily have to work that hard, but you're going to have to find the people that are going to work hard for your business. Some of the, some of our friends that we know that are very successful restaurateurs barely work their business. Mm -hmm barely work their business, 25 hours, 30 hours. Sometimes they don't go there for two, three weeks to their restaurant and they're very successful restaurants, but they've empowered people and put people in place mm -hmm. to run it as if it was their own restaurant yes. and make things happen so so they don't have to be there. Because let's face it, if you open another restaurant or two, three or four restaurants, you can't, you be, can't every, be every everywhere. restaurant. You can't be everywhere. And there's a formula to replicating yourself, replicating a management team that is, you know, that is, that is a must and necessary. So PALS, P-A-L-S, PALS, the burger joint from Tennessee, that area down mm -hmm. there. So they are extremely successful. They outsell McDonald's, outperform McDonald's, and, and, and they're basically selling a burger, a hot dog, iced tea, soda, French fries. Very There's, limited small menu. Yes, and drive-in only, very simple menu. And they're outperforming McDonald's uh, like crazy in those markets. And they could be opening stores across the country with this formula. 
but part of their formula is they will not open a store unless they have a qualified partner manager to run that store. Mm -hmm. So they will not just say, we're going to open a store and figure out who's going to run it later. No, they have the team in place. They're bringing them up through their organization, their farm, their farm system. And now they have a guy, a girl, an, an individual at a restaurant that shows managerial potential. And this person needs a store. They open up a store for that person. And that's how they replicate their success, yes. not by opening and trying to fill later. Some people go about it the wrong way. So um, there's the right way to do things yep. and they've got to figure it out. So it's just a matter of, of, of the sequence and it's a matter of the skills and, and either you're doing the work, or you're paying someone else to do the work. Absolutely. But I think the one thing you have to understand is things are going to happen that are going to screw up constantly. And you're going to have to be able to adjust and change and make, you know, make the adjustments uh, to make it, it work. You are the problem solver. Absolutely. We are you problem, have to be the we're problem, problem solver. solvers. We have to be. We are problem solvers. Yeah. There's not enough people in the restaurant. We have to advertise more. Yeah. The staff isn't trained properly. We have we, to train more. Exactly. It's not the right team members. We have to hire differently. We have to interview differently. Yeah. We're always solving a problem that is in our own hands that we're capable of or that we're taking responsibility for and that's a big thing taking responsibility for it so all right all right all right good answer all right folks all right this is jamie and marcus you can find us at restaurantgrowthsecretsuniversity.com go over there uh our book 50 mistakes that business owners make is available for free just go over there hit the uh button down uh pay a few bucks for shipping and handling and uh, we'll ship you that book out right away. So 50mistakes.com, uh, you can go to there as well. And that'll mm-hmm. roll you right to Restaurant Growth Secrets University. There's lots of free learning over there. I learned a lot uh, for the Airbnbs through free learning. I watched tons and tons of YouTube videos, tons of YouTube videos before I ever even paid for one. And you know, and then I paid for some and I feel like that was like the graduate course. Mm-hmm. But I did all the other stuff for free and it's possible. Just go watch videos. Mm-hmm. I'm we share a lot of stuff. And that's what this read books, listen to books, podcasts. There's so much, so much, so yep. much stuff out there. That's what this so. podcast for is to learn. Absolutely. So share our right. ideas and our success and all that kind of stuff. So test of time, episode number 12, love, passion, and hustle. Thanks for watching. Have a great day, everybody.